Hey, honeys. Yo, yo, yo. It's the Who, Where, Their podcast. <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. Yeah, you can just call us the Travel Brats. First name travel. Last name brat. So, what's in the itinerary today? Hey, 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 Travel Brats. Hello, honeys. Happy Travel Brat Tuesday, guys. If you tuned in last week, Ashley went to the great country of Peru and South America. She missed Red Eye. She stayed in a nice resort. She hiked the crazy Inca Travel. She went to Lima and Cusco, and she just had a total blast with her lovely little man, John. And, such um, a good time. Such a good time. And we wanted to follow up with a couple just takeaways that she had, uh, travel tips and lessons learned while traveling in the great country of Peru. So, Ashley, what would be your first tip for us? Well, anyone who has not listened to our Peru episode, I highly recommend it. This trip was once in a lifetime amazing, breathtaking, and I learned more than I could imagine, especially traveling to South America for the first time. So, guys, amazing. if you haven't listened to episode one, pause this, go back, listen to episode one, and then come back. Okay, bye. Yeah, but <laughs> seriously, like, I learned so much because there was different aspects that I definitely would have changed and certain things that I learned prior to going to Peru that I'm so glad that I took that advice. Right. So starting with that, um, a big thing, the roads were absolutely insane there. There was <laughs> actually different parts when we were traveling from Cusco to um, Olante Tampo, where the train station is. It was an hour and a half ride, but there were different like mudslides that had happened over the years and oh, just wow. different parts of the road that were really were not that salvageable that they we actually had to like completely go around. It was something that you would not see really in many places. Like it just oh, felt cool. very unsafe from time to time. Yeah. So I would highly recommend huh. don't rent a car, don't drive while you're there. It's nothing like the US unless you're experienced with driving in places in South America. I would not. I also um, got the advice to not take any taxi taxis, especially not speaking the language um, yeah. Spanish. We stuck with Uber, was extremely reliable. We were able to use um, Google Translate to communicate oh, like before cool. responding yeah. on that because at one point they couldn't find us, but we were talking in Spanish, but it was super easy with Google Translate. Mm -hmm. We felt safe the entire time, and there were crazy reviews, like really good reviews on all the drivers and the um, Ubers. Oh, well, that's really Peru. important, especially when you're in a total foreign country. Because there was like the 10 million people or something like that that live inside of Lima. Right. So it's very, very big. Um, it's still smaller than like New York, but we were kind of comparing it to like a Miami type vibe. Yeah. So it definitely had a lot going on. But the other recommendation that I have is have key spots that you want to hit. So like do your research to know different tourist spots that we were saying. Like know if you want to go to Machu Picchu, different museums, cathedrals. Listen to the travel brats and then go ahead and make your itinerary ahead of time. And speaking of booking your trip early, Ashley, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode. But what um, would you recommend in like time frame of booking the trip versus it compared to going? Yeah, definitely. I would definitely book your trip as early as you possibly can. Back when John and I first really wanted to go to Peru and we were considering it, there was a period of time when COVID got a little bit better. Not really better, but in the, our minds it got better. Right. And people started kind of going out again and doing this and that. This was probably like eight months ago or something. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, we should go to Peru. We should do this. We should travel a bunch again. And the flights, I'm telling you, were like a fraction of the price. So oh, wow. when you book ahead, and especially with COVID, I know that kind of changes things. But if you're trying to maybe go next summer, book, yeah. book your flights, book your stuff, make the commitment and do it. Because then 
you'll save so much money and a lot of flights especially if you book directly through that airline mm-hmm. they can sometimes have no change fees or if you need to that's nice there are certain airlines that do have no change fees and there are other ones that not, definitely do yeah like so i just love make southwest, sure you're aware of that but... yeah southwest is probably the best one that does the change yeah it does it the, change. Do the change fees. yeah and then obviously um when you're in another country we've touched on this a little bit in this episode and last but you just want to be aware you know you have a different culture you have people that if you go down to South America and say you look a little less like me with the dark skin and the dark hair and you're a little more like Ashley who's like pick her out of anywhere she's got the big blonde hair and the big blue eyes and the pretty pink nails <laughs> and just just always be aware a lot of times I'll tell friends that have never been to like Europe or South America don't bring fancy stuff yeah um, we left all of that and, and it's like people say well I get South America but Europe's really fancy it's like they're, they have pickpocket masters in mm-hmm. both places. Um, and just don't bring your fancy gold watches and your pretty little purses. And if you do, put them on the front of you and strap them over your body. Because people, oh my gosh, people, you have American tourists get robbed so much, especially in South America, and get pickpocketed a ton in Europe. So that's just like a little bit of tip. But, I mean, Ashley, what else would you have for us? Yeah, just avoiding putting stuff in your back pockets. Honestly, yep. the entire time we felt very safe. But it's kind of interesting because I'm curious if it would be different if COVID wasn't a thing. Hmm. Peru, everybody in Peru was super hypersensitive to this. So, like, I felt like even when we were waiting in lines to get something, like, I got these um, crepes made for me Mm -hmm. and when we were in downtown Lima. And I was, like, the lines were so, like, perfectly put six feet apart from each other without there being spots saying that. So, like, it was just kind of different because if somebody was getting in your space, it would kind of be alarming. Uh, Whereas before, it was, like, passing in the street or you'd get bumped a little bit. There was nothing like that, and, and I think like, COVID played Sorry, I'm from Florida. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. The other thing that I would definitely say is don't check bags if you don't have to. Right. It can be easier, but because we missed our connecting flight from Lima to Cusco, would our bags have made it on that other flight? We could have had problems with getting our luggage, so I'm so happy that we just kept everything on us, mm-hmm. and we just had to pack lighter and smarter. And that happens a lot more traveling out of the country. And Mm -hmm. especially with, like, connections, red eyes. And I would just say, guys, if we're being real here, it happens more in South America. And also you get things stolen a lot more from your bags if you check them. So if you must check a bag, do not put jewelry. Don't put laptop. And you know what? It's like you would – most of our travel brats are probably thinking, like, duh. But honestly, I know a lot of people that do that and Mm -hmm. have gotten so many belongings stolen. And so don't put anything that's, like, over – $500 $500 or you know anything that's of value to you don't put it in your suitcase just clothes just toiletries don't put and even I mean gosh I know you can't travel with um, perfume because it's liquid on the plane it's bigger than like oh, a couple ounces tiny yeah. two ounces or four, two to four I think but like just don't bring anything like that but that right there just shows you that like get the travel size stuff I think yeah. that traveling like if you're only going for a week like bring travel size stuff there's yeah. no reason that you need to bring your Chanel perfume no. or you need to bring your full size shampoo looks directly at Sophia yeah. <laughs> there's no need to bring your giant number five Chanel number five to South America Sophia yeah. and that's a good point there's a lot of companies that sell those from from like special travel um, 
shampoo and product companies to literally like you can go to Target and they have like the little travel section. And so it's Perfect. it's more expensive to get those, but you know what I just do is like I keep a few tiny bottles and I'll just squirt some like whatever in it, mouthwash lotion Refilling. and they're just tiny. And I love like the baby toothpaste and stuff. They're so cute. They're so easy. And then that way you learn how to pack light. Yeah, and you learn how to pack light. And like what Sophia is saying is that's more cost effective too to just be yeah. able to use the small reusable ones that right. you can just fill up when you need them. I feel like I have some of the same travel size stuff for the past two, three years that like you just don't use that much. Like I mean, I washed my hair one time on the four day trip because it was like right. I'm and putting it up in a bun and you're doing my you're doing your thing and whatnot. But another big thing is the people of Peru were so nice, but, like, I love talking to people, but asking for recommendations, I will never stop vouching for this, especially when you're kind of in a safer environment, like having a server. They're kind of asking, like, what are your favorite things to do? What are some things that you would recommend? I love doing that. And a lot of times, like, the language barrier, even if it's there, it's really awesome to just kind of, like, hand them your phone and let them, like, type in something if they're struggling to communicate with you, because then you'll just look them up or translate them later. Yeah. I wouldn't hand your phone to random people on the street. No, I wouldn't do that. Like restaurants, shops, things like that. Yeah. That's awesome. And then what else would you say, Ash? So definitely um, people will walk up to you and try to sell you things, Mm. especially we were told that even with like how COVID has been, a lot of people have transitioned from maybe being tour guides or working in the service industry to now kind of trying to sell things on the streets. Um, And that's the way that they have their little markets and stuff. Try not to have like too much of a conversation where you're like okay I'll be back later and stuff because they will still be there and they will remember you right so just say no thank you and just kind of move on I get too friendly where I'm like oh like thank you yeah you're being nice a lot of times they come at you so hard with the trying to sell stuff that you need to just be like no I'm not interested and if you are um just a note for you guys if you didn't know this because some people don't in South America Um, Just like Europe, in South America, you can bargain for everything. So if they tell you something is like, what's the currency? 150 souls. If they tell you something's like, yeah, 100 souls, go go like at least 50 lower. Yeah. And they'll meet you somewhere in the middle. And that's how you bargain down there. And it's fun. You can get all these awesome things that say in the United States, especially rocks and stones Mm -hmm. and like pretty stones that they sell like, oh my gosh, Laramar and stuff like that, that they sell in the United States for like 500 bucks. You can get something for like 10 bucks down there, five, 10 bucks. It's yeah. amazing. We paid way too much though for our alpaca sweaters. John and I both really wanted alpaca ponchos in different shawls <laughs> to take pictures of Machu Picchu. Because they knew we were tourists. But <laughs> they started so high that this happened to me before when I was in Mexico and I bought a coffee mug for like $30, $40 because. They started so high with me that I really thought I got them down to a yeah. negotiating level. But That's why you start basically zero to none. And yeah. then they start so high and you're like, you're like one peso. And they're like, <laughs> no, 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 50. And you're like, no, um, 10, which is literally like a couple bucks. But so worth it. And then we had to like layer up so much because we had already packed our bags so much. Uh-huh. That, like, we did not have room for these sweaters and stuff. So when we were layering, we were definitely layering up. I'm telling you, so during the morning and evening, it would get really cold because it's winter there in Peru um, during September. Mm-hmm. During our summer is their winter. So we were in the heart of winter there. But in the middle of the day, we were, like, dripping sweat, like, walking around yep. and adventuring. The sun. the sun really gets you so, like, to wear layers. Don't wear just, like, a tank top underneath. Like, wear a little, like, yeah. T-shirt that you would be comfortable in taking pictures or doing your exploring that was big and then one of the last things I would say is definitely like I took Spanish for four years in school but 
to speak it i definitely was very hesitant but like practice basic sayings in spanish because by the end of the trip i felt way more comfortable just having those basic interactions yeah, and totally. i felt like it was way more respectful because I, we were told by a lot of people that people in peru wouldn't really speak english to us but like honestly everywhere that we went people spoke english but i don't want them to speak english to right. me i want you to learn. have those interactions where they're speaking spanish so. Right. so try your best guys you know you can pick up on stuff yeah i i mean i butcher a lot of the words and my boyfriend tells me that when i practice duolingo that i have no flow to my spanish speaking okay. techniques first of all untrue second of all guys rosetta stone is a great is a great is it so useful you can listen to it in the car in the shower also there's also a ton of other also babble. also also babble and then there's like just a ton of podcasts that mm -hmm. will teach you if you search if you go to apple podcasts like when you find the travel rats and you just search um language podcast and you put the language you're looking for mm -hmm. like the first couple that will pop up just look at the ratings read the reviews like you did with us guys and they give you great ones and i love to just like i'm my big thing is like italian and i'll just leave it on around my mm. house and there's somebody teaching another guy italian I'm my house and I'm learning like a few words and things like that so it actually really helps and you just kind of hear it in the back of your head and, yeah. and especially with Spanish Spanish is one of those easier languages to learn well, I've been struggling for eight well, years well you know <laughs> as compared to like French and then once you learn Spanish it's similar to get into like um, Italian Portuguese and so and then once you're in Italian it's a little easier to get into French and so that kind of like feeds into the other languages and um, you know phonetics and stuff like that but if you can just learn some of the basic, like Ash said, sayings and words in Spanish, like, que donde el baño, and like, you know, where's the bathroom, and like, mm -hmm. I want this, uh, you know, yo quiero that. on the menu, yo quiero this or that, mm -hmm. but that's literally, I want this, like, so your order, you know how to order, check, yeah. so things like that, um, just, and also things like, I'm lost, or where do I go, or yeah. like, right versus left, things like that will help you when you're just traveling, and obviously, they have all these cool um, things now, like Google Translate and everything, where it'll, it'll make traveling to a foreign country, even if you don't speak the language, super easy. Yeah, that's a big thing, and then one of the last things is, definitely with this, this was very traveling, travel intensive but travel with people that you really really enjoy like because yeah. of like the altitude sickness and just the amount yeah. of travel and like the different struggles and the uncomfortability yeah. in certain aspects definitely travel with somebody who can be flexible can laugh with you and can also struggle with you yeah. and you and don't I, be at each other's necks because john and i absolutely adored this trip and i feel even more connected with myself and with him through travel yeah and i, I think it's also important that you find someone and you test maybe like a shorter mm -hmm. and more familiar trip with them prior which you guys have done and it's like I've had friends where I've tried out some trips with them like just like two hours away and I've been like I do not you're so high maintenance so how would I take you to like a foreign country with me mm -hmm. and so those people are like your travel buddies and you have to make sure that if they're traveling in the United States they're easy because foreign country is so stressful and so different you know so I think that's a good point because honestly the people you're traveling with can make or break a trip because I've been on trips with people where they're just constantly complaining or unhappy or say say you guys missed your flight like you did and it could have been cry. the end of the world <laughs> but well, it was, but it was you, reflex you're, you, I was going to say you cry but then you, you're like a boomerang you get back you got back real quick so so yeah but anyway guys that's just a tip you know you, the people you travel with could make or break a trip and I'm just like you can't I can't get on there are you serious oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? I bought this ticket three weeks ago yeah. and, and so and that's that's literally foreign traveling yeah flights change you don't speak the language you got they sold our tickets and... they outsold our tickets out from underneath us that's and although crazy. we made it to the gate they were like sorry 
we've already given them away. We're like, up oh, oh man. But honestly, just be safe, be aware, have fun, book your trip, read reviews, and don't drive while you're there. Drink water. And drink a lot of water from the Life Straw. Listen to the previous episode to learn about Life Straw. Shout out to Life Straw. And guys, if you want to leave us a review, uh, we love, 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 love you. Subscribe to our channel and let us know what your favorite episodes are and what you want to hear next as we get into the fall and winter season. Bye. We love you guys. Bye.